Welcome to Huddle and Knuckleheads Turbo Edition. Uh, we've been a little more turbo tonight. You know, good. we're getting better. So, uh, you've reached the Pick'em Bitches episode. Uh, so, you should definitely check out our other little snippet episodes. Our injury fallout and winning on the waiver wire are great ways to adjust and criticize your lineups. Um, so... Pick'em Bitches is just an all-in-good fun. We're going to look through some of those choices you might be making in your own lineups. And we welcome you to follow us on... Wait, do we have a Facebook page yet? No. You should look for a Facebook page for us. Someday it'll be there. And um, follow us. And if you have interesting or, or difficult decisions to make, throw them at us. Maybe we will choose yours. So let's start off with QBs. Our first matchup tonight. Oh, I didn't even talk about so our if, guests. If people want to uh, give us uh, suggestions for pickums or, uh, well, yeah, pickums. If you're trying to make a tough decision to sit or start, you can leave a message on Anchor. Actually, oh, uh, nice for our podcast. So uh, go ahead and do that. There you go. Uh, and I'm going to get my Facebook expert Landstork to create our page. I He's, will. I will create a page. We are, we also do actually have a website that I have not done anything with in a long time. Called He's an admin master. CWMRedux.com. It's hey, something to do. All right. So I did not even introduce our guest. Our guest tonight is my bigger and physically larger brother, Rich Stokes. Hi, folks. So we have him. Uh, Glad remote you. glad to have you this week uh he is up in the akron area and he owes me all of his fantasy joy so, so before we get started we'll go over last week's results do we have to yes we do Do we? uh schwinn was the winner of the two dollars and 54 cents left on jeff's cole's gift card uh going seven and three in his picks i was gonna uh, buy a single sock with that landsdor came in second with 66 and four and then uh stokes Two and eight. Oh, I hope you didn't listen to me. I hope you listen. If you are a longtime fan of our show, you know that about three years ago, Nick Engel had a 20 point lead on both of us, and we closed that gap in about three weeks. That's true. So, that's true. Anything can happen. It's early in the season. Today, Rick will be playing for a well used pack of playing cards that has gum stuck in it. So, I like that he called right. you Rick. I said Rick. Oh, shit. I meant Rich. Sorry. I think you should stick with Rick. Rick, yeah. Pickle Rick. Yeah. All right. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> All right. We're going to start off with our QBs. Uh, for our listeners, we do two QB matchups, two tight end matchups, three running back and wide receiver, which gives us 10 for the week. Let's start with Aaron Rodgers at Pittsburgh or Justin Herbert versus Las Vegas. Where are you going, Lance Dork? Give me Herbert. As bad as Pittsburgh looked. I still think that could be a shootout in in Vegas. Even though both those defenses are pretty good, actually. <laughs> so are the offenses. So. Uh, I'm going to go on the other side here um, because I think Aaron Rodgers, I, th unless TJ Watt comes back and is full health, Aaron Rodgers is just going to absolutely decimate that team. Where are you at, Richard? Uh, him and Adams, uh, I don't, I, it's just been 
at it. And Herbert, man, four touchdowns this week. So you'll yeah. you'll love that. All right. Our next matchup is going to be a little further down that depth chart with Taylor Haneke at Atlanta or Jameis Winston versus the New York Giants. Which is kind of a good one because they're both good matchups, right? They're both possible ones you could think about throwing out there if you really need a quarterback. Well, I mean, for some of our listeners who are in uh, the super flex leagues, who are in the uh, double quarterback leagues, these are guys that you got to start. So give me Jameis in this one because you know what? He's had a, he had a bad week last week, not a particularly great week the week before. Yeah, he's so hit or miss. The Giants suck, so. I'm going to be on the opposite side from you again. I think Heineke likes to sling it. I think he's a little bit more uh, Fitzpatrick than he is, you know, check down Charlie. So, I, you Although, know what they like, need to do? half of his yards came from a single pass to Antonio Gibson. Well, he needs to throw yards. five times as many passes to Antonio Gibson <laughs> yeah. because Gibson can make things happen. Where are you at, Richard? Uh, I'm going to go Heineke. Uh, I think he did really well. Uh, I mean, at least fantasy-wise, uh, the the first time he had to really show what he could do uh, last year, uh, last week, uh, or this past week uh, against a really good Buffalo defense. He still put up some decent numbers. He's going up against Atlanta, and uh, yeah, they are horrendous uh, looking on defense. I think he will have a. I mean. Between everything else, I think he's having a really nice showing. Uh, Jameis kind of up and down. They've talked about uh, some, since he's gotten his corrective eye surgery that uh, things have really turned around. So hopefully we see more ups than downs. But uh, this week I'm going to go Heineke. I just assume that means Jameis is saying things upside down or in the negative because he is still Jameis Winston. Uh, and and you, you hit the nail on the head. I didn't even mention how god-awful Atlanta's defense is. They're terrible all right Landsberg, why don't you run through through some running backs all right we're running backs we have kareem hunt fresh off a monster week this monster week, week looking good too god he was hot at minnesota or james robinson hot off a monster week at cincinnati who was more monstrous though cream hunt kareem. i guess kareem. kareem all right if you say so uh we didn't we never get to talk about cream so i'm going to give my little two cents here he is as good as Aaron Jones. He is just in a different offense. He and Aaron Jones run similarly. Yeah. They're both guys players, who are like, dude, they, they can receive, they can move quickly. And if they are starting to get tackled, both of them go into like psycho rage mode where they're just like, I will bash my brain to get another half yard. Like when I compare them to some other running backs, like the Nick Chubbs and the, even the Kamaras and things like there are some guys that when they're going down, they're like, I'm done. You know what? I'm down. Yeah. Like, they'll keep their legs churning in this and I that. I would say Nick Chubb's but, a churner, more of a oh, churner than, exactly. than that. Like, yeah. Right? And and some guys have great balance. But, like, Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones, those guys, like, fight for everything. Um, and in this matchup, I kind of think my co-host Landsdork was shitting on his Bengals a little too much this year. Oh, I'm, I'm going Kareem. I'm going to say James that that they're going to need to pass way too much uh, for James Robinson to get as much as he got. But they needed to pass this week, and he but, still but got no, they got a, they got to an early lead. They got out to an early lead on that. Well, team. they were leading at halftime, but then that 
Is that not early? Yeah. Is before it half is, not it early? Is, but they were once again only leading at halftime because they, at the end of halftime, right before they returned a kick, a hundred yard, hundred nine yards for a touchdown. They were leading fourteen to seven, and they instantly lost that lead in the second half. Give me the cunt. All right. Um, yeah, me too. Just because I think that the Bengals D actually just smothers Jacksonville next week. Rich? I have to agree with that point right there. The Bengals D, I, I, watching them a the little bit I did, uh, I'm, statistically it looks like they're not right there like as, as far as a really badass defense, but they are, I think, underrated. Uh, so I do think they smother them. I'm glad to see that Robinson's finally going to utilize, but uh, I don't. I don't think this is the week to do it. And Kareem Hunt's coming off that monster game, and it's just the way that he's able to absorb the hits. And you know, a lot of people they they try to pass through, and he just he's uh, he's amazing to watch. Three of us on one side yeah. makes me nervous. Means yeah. we're gonna lose. We're all gonna miss that one. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> Chuba Cabra Hubbard for. Carolina at Dallas or Damian Harris versus Tampa Bay. Do you know he eats an entire goat before every <laughs> game? He probably does. Uh, as much as I want to take Damian in a depleted backfield, um, because I mean, he catches, he runs, he, he really owns that backfield. God, Tampa Bay's run defense is just too good. I was going to say, there. I think I think don't start and dude, they don't just start love, any running back against Tampa Bay, man. They're 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 well, mean. Yeah, yeah. I I just think I think Chuba could turn out a nine and a half point game and still win this matchup. So that's who I'm going to go with. That's who I'm with for sure. Rich, uh, I think he's going to do much better than that. Um, this uh, Dallas defense is. I, I mean, I just watched a little bit of the game uh, with um, uh, Philadelphia playing them, and just there are just times that Miles Sanders is just going straight through them. Um, and uh, on the other on the other side of it, uh, Tampa Bay, as you said, is uh, formidable. Um, so I think uh, the choo choo train uh, this year, this week. I really thought I picked a decent. I like two decent matchups there. Um, the first one, I really am surprised we ended up all on one side. The second one, in hindsight, with that Tampa Bay defense coming off of a loss, getting angry. But you know what? What are you going to do? One more, Lanzor. Uh Naheem Hines at Miami or Corderell Patterson versus Washington? That one's kind of tough, actually. So Naheem Hines was someone that I knew about. like, And going in – Lanzor, can I talk about this last uh, – how so many times we passed over safe options for shiny toys to say like, but they could be fucking amazing. Right. And Naheem Hines for like two or three straight rounds in almost every draft. I go, he's right here. And he is such like, he just, he's part of their offense. He is good and quick and receives enough for me to plug in any week. Just take the safe pick. Nah, I'll go with Jalen Waddle or I'll go with someone like that. Um, I'm biting it a little bit in this one though. I think I'm going to go Cordero. I, I like what he's done this year and, and I think it continues this week. I think I go the same because 
I think those Colts look bad. That scares me. Oh, and three. Yeah, but doesn't that in in like the fact that they haven't leaned on Taylor makes me almost like Hines more. The fact that they haven't just said we're going to Derrick Henry it and just jam it and just run and run and run, but they've tried to have Carson Wentz take his old broken ankles corpse out there and sling them. Dude, Michael Pittman, I still think has a lot of intrigue. So he's starting to get some action so, too. So yeah, I. I'm talking myself into Naheem. What do you got, Richard? Uh, I'm going Hines. Uh, they just give him a bunch of money. A bunch of money that I don't know if part of that contract was the next game that he plays. He doesn't have to do anything because right after that, uh, he just kind of put out a two-point nothing. But last week, he was very much involved. Uh, Mac uh, was a, a healthy scratch. And I, I just, I really think they know what they have in him. And there are going to be weeks that he's underutilized or it's just, you know, he's just not needed. Uh, but I think for the most part, uh, he looks pretty good. And again, with uh, Atlanta and their uh, defense, their offense does not look incredibly uh, that much better. And so uh, with really the competition that Cordell has with, uh, uh, what's his face, Davis. Mike Davis, um, the weatherman. The weatherman and the pedophile. Mm-hmm. Um, Which Rich probably doesn't get because he doesn't. He, watch nah, you don't. News. You don't get Columbus news, so it's not as. No. Uh, there was a guy named Mike Davis who was a weatherman for a long time. So when Mike Davis was the backup for uh, Carolina, we'd always make jokes. To, or no, it's it Chicago, right? Did he play for Chicago first? Yeah. I think we'd so, always yeah. make jokes about the weatherman Mike Davis, and then it came out that he had like child porn, and we we're like, oh, well, he's the pedophile Mike Davis now. But it's it's funny how one thing trumps another. Like we shouldn't yeah. all just be titled by one thing, but <laughs> yeah, that's it's okay. funny how that one seems to stick. Yeah, exactly. All right, it's like adjectives that go in an order. So if you do something that's a little more, yep, yeah, that's your new that's, that's your, your thing. That is yeah. your adjective, Mike Davis. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't care that you moved to Atlanta. All right, let's roll through some wide receivers. I think. There might be a little more contention on these ones. We got Debo Samuel, who Mike Lansdork might be the bane of his existence, at least a bit, um, versus Seattle. I like Debo as a rookie. I still like him. Yeah. Versus Seattle, who, not the Legion of Boom this year, uh, or Mr. Consistent. Mr. The entire team, Brandon Cooks. Listen, Mr. I'll um, soon be traded for a first round draft pick. <laughs> I am going as long as he's on uh, the Texans. I'm putting Brandon Cooks in every one of our pick em bitches because he's the only. So I always and try I'm to one pick him every time. I'm well, pick him right now. I try to spread out so that almost every team is represented. And he's the only person on his team that you can put anywhere on this list until Tyrod Taylor comes back. So Debo Samuel versus Seattle. Or Brandon Cooks at Buffalo. Tough matchup for Brandon, though. You going, Brandon? I'm going to give him go, Brandon. I'm going to say he has like 10 catches on 15 targets and for like 75 yards and a touchdown. Who do you got, Richie? Absolutely, Brandon. Uh, Seattle is not the Legion of Boom, but they're still not. Uh, they're, they're still bottom uh, 12 or so uh, defense against the pass. Uh, uh, Ayuk is that how you pronounce his name is starting to get a lot more reps now that he's kind of coming back from whatever injury was plaguing him. 
So although Debo has looked pretty electric, I think a couple other things are going to be clicking for them. And yeah, as you said, there's nothing else uh, as far as for any quarterback that's playing uh, behind the Texan line to to uh, throw to other than Cook. So absolutely. Uh, give me the boom this week. Debo fires back. He's got a big week. I don't care if he has three touches. He's going to get over 100 yards and a touchdown on it. Brandon Cooks, he might get 12 looks. He might get eight catches. But they're going to keep him uh, from blowing the top off of it, and they're going to keep him limited. So give me the Debo. All right, we got a guy who we are all waiting to blow up, Sir Kenny Galladay, Kenny G himself, smooth jazz at New Orleans, or fan favorite, show favorite, old Tim Patrick, the most unassuming name of any NFL. His name might as well be Bob Smith. Tim Patrick. Never trust a man with two first names. Well, excuse me, but Brad Pitt, never mind, go on. All right, he was versus Baltimore. So, Kenny Galladay at New Orleans, Tim Patrick versus Baltimore. Who you got, Lance? Galladay. I just Saints no, defense, no pontificating. Saint Stephen's the so-so. They don't really have anybody else. I will. Mark Saquon looked a little better this week, but uh, they don't really have hardly anybody else in that passing game. So, uh, He's got the hamstrings. Yeah. So I'm going Galladay. What about you, Rich? First time today, I believe. Nope, nope. We were both on Heineke as well. Um, I'm going to join sides with you, though, with Tim Patrick. I say I like Galladay this week, but the the argument Landsdork made about all the injuries, Tim Patrick can make the same argument. Like, he is the number two next to Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton is a downhill threat. Tim Patrick is your chain moving, always making the right run, you know, clean route runner. I'm going to take that against Baltimore. I'm going to say Baltimore tries to limit their running backs, limit the top, and Tim Patrick eats. So I am with you there. All right, two guys. One's really fast. One's really consistent. We got Christian Kirk at the L.A. Rams or Hunter Renfro at the L.A. Chargers. Lance Dork. Uh, feels like a bust week for me against the Rams for Christian Kirk. Um, so give me Hunter Renfro for the 12 points against – the Chargers. Richie? Um, I'm also going to go Renfro. Uh, he looked pretty darn good uh, this last game. Uh, and uh, Kirk, he is there. He can absolutely blow up uh, any week. But there are a lot of mouths to feed on there uh, on that team. 
I really want to go with you guys with the safe pick because it's something that I just don't do. So I'm not going to do it. Uh, Christian Kirk, three catches, 90 yards and a touchdown. He just, I think that against the Rams, look to look to the third receiver. Look to your look to your third or fourth weapon because they are goddamn sure going to take away your best ones. So the thing with Christian Kirk really also is that um, will DeAndre Hopkins be back? If Hopkins is back in that lineup and Kirk can really like he and uh, Rondale Moore can be like taking the top off, like I like it. With, I, with A.J. Green also right? out there. Yeah. yeah, and A.J., I don't know. I think last week might have been a bit of fool's gold with him. What I like okay. is – I'm sorry, Mike. No, I know you've, you've got a deep-seated love. Listen, no, no, if no, I no, had, no, no, no. It's for – we've got oh, – it's okay. If I had a receiver that played for my team for more than four years, I'm sure I'd feel that same oh, thing. No, I, but, that's not it. Um, I like the fact that the Christian Kurt – like those guys can make plays happen. Or no, sorry. We'll take that back. Um, their quarterback can make things happen. He can run around. He can scramble. And those yeah. deep ball guys can get open. So give me Christian Kirk this week. All Which right. Us the T yep. tens. Moving on to tight ends. Uh, some real shit shows here. Uh, Tyler Higby versus the Cardinals or Dallas Godare versus Kansas City. And these are actually both starting tight ends. I mean, I tried very to, yeah. few people are struggling between these two. I tried yeah. to get, again, players who – so in this week, yeah, I think Higby is 10 and Godare is 12, I think, going into this week. Right. So – Yeah, and those are both kind of plus matchups, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, so – All right. Um, hey, guest, big brother. You like Higby at versus Arizona or Godare versus KC more? Um, real quickly, uh, I really like your point about going with the third or fourth receiver uh, when you're going against the Rams. Uh, I will say that Derek Carr is more mobile than people give him credit for. So, uh, yes, obviously Kyler Kyle Murray can run around like a crazy man. Derek Carr also knows how to move here and there. Um, I'm going to go Higby. Or wait, what did I say? No, I'm not going to go Higby. Go I think uh, Arizona is, is pretty darn good. Uh, they're against their um, the tight end. And uh, so I think uh, the connection between Hertz and Godair is, is heating up more and more, even with Hertz still sniffing around for some reason. Um, I just don't think Higby factors into their plans as much. So I'm with you there. I'm going to go on Team Godare. I'll go Higby. I'll be contrarian. Thank you. Otherwise, I think I'd be terrible at this. All, All right. right. Our last one. Tyler Conklin versus a, Cleveland. Sorry, with a K. Yeah. Or Mike Gusecki versus the Colts. You said, what is uh, what Conklin rank? Is he like a top 12 tight end? No. Well, he was... This week, this was the first week he really did oh. anything. So we got uh, but, a newcomer uh, versus a group of softish linebackers. And then Gasecki, who was nothing like a couple weeks ago, he just got like 13, 14 targets in this last game. It was ridiculous. Now, I know they went into overtime and they were throwing a lot of short passes, but he got a ton from Jacoby Brissett. 
who I think all all things are pointing towards starting again this week. I don't know if the game ended this way, but they were well into the fourth quarter, and the longest catch they had was 15 yards yeah. for the Dolphins. I was like, holy shit, this Sounds guy like is not Brissette. throwing it down the field at all. Good thing they got Jalen Waddle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that skill set's really valuable when you're doing that. Yep. So you're going to go? The big K? Give me Conklin. I don't know why. I tried to lure you into that. because That gonna... defense is – Cleveland's defense is so good too, but whatever. I'm going Conklin. I'm with it. You know what? You know I'm... why? Because Kirk Cousins, baby, when he's hot, he's hot. He's going to light it up. Oh, this is Perhaps a toughie. Keep up with him, Rich. If you know who you're going with, you go for it because I'm I'm not flir- I'm going back and forth. Well, well, you're gonna have to be doubly contrary uh, because I'm also going Conklin uh, against Cleveland. They, you know, I'm so so glad as I told you uh, previously, uh, you know, outside of this, uh, that uh, Cleveland got to go up against Fields and Chicago's offense just as a confidence boost. I think they really need it after the first two games. Um, so I, I still think they're susceptible here and there, uh, especially against the tight end. Uh, I think uh, Cousins is a much better quarterback than Brissett. Uh, he got eight targets versus, uh, I guess I can get 10, so it's not that big of a... Uh, and I, I think that Cousins' eight targets is much more valuable than Brissett's 10. Um, and so even though he's third on the line, the, the line uh, as far as receivers uh, typically in Minnesota, who knows where Gusecki is going to fall any given week uh, down there. So hopefully Jacoby still keeps throwing to him, but I, I would say Conklin this week. So this is a toughie because I think Jacoby, I mean, Jacoby was when they had two viable tight ends in Indy. Uh, when both of their guys were putting up like top 10 numbers, just he's such a limited downfield passer. Um, yeah. But the problem is Indianapolis, one of their strengths is their front, their box, right? Their linebackers and stuff like that. So so that makes me nervous, but I think I'm going to go with Gusecki. I think that as long as Bursette's the, the passer, he has a super safe floor. And I think Conklin could disappear to complete irrelevance this week. Um, and and they, they've just got weapons, right? If Dalvin yeah. Cook is in and they can be running and they can be throwing, like they just, yeah, they don't like, need like him. Like we said in the other segment, they've got three wide receivers that are, yeah. have all been good. So I'll go with Gasecki. Uh, that means we got a couple all on the same page, but for the most part, uh, got some good variety. Uh, thank you very much for being our guest this week, Rich. Yeah, appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. This is fun. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll send you a message, let you know how you did. Um, and, and I'll tell you what, if I can find a store credit uh, card for less than $3 and you are able to beat us, I'll send it your way. I thought there was something uh, about a used deck of playing cards. That's what I said, with chewing gum stuck to it. All, all playing cards that Mike, Lan- Mike Lansdorff owns are sticky. Yeah, Fantastic. <laughs> Uh, he finds I, the jacks, the one-eyed jacks, a, very. You have to taste and smell to try to figure out what that stickiness is. Yeah. You'll know. That's part of the fun. You'll know right away. It might not taste <laughs> like it might not taste like yours, but they all taste similar. So, all right. Or juice, yeah, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, I was talking about, of course, mother's milk, but <laughs> all right. 
Uh, thank you very much for being our guest. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening to us this week.